0: Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Paul Temple from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: We present Peter Cook as Paul Temple and Marjorie Westbury as Steve in the Francis Durbridge serial, Paul Temple and the Spencer Affair. Episode 1, My Heart and Harry. Good evening, sir good evening have you a table for two i'm sorry sir not at the moment oh dear there may be a table vacant a little later sir when we leave innsbruck
2: but we don't reach innsbruck until nine o'clock
1: i know i'm sorry madam
3: a moment bitte. some people have just left there are vacant seats in the next car
0: oh
1: good thank you carl uh, this way who please
2: This is a piece of luck.
1: It certainly is. I didn't fancy walking all the way back to the carriage.
2: Not on an empty stomach.
1: <laughs> Hello. What's the matter? I've seen that man before somewhere. Which man? At the end table. Here you are, sir. <laughs> Thank you. You're going fast, dear.
2: Thank
4: you, Dan. Uh, good evening. Good evening. It is Paul Temple. Yes. Uh, Dreisler. Rupert Dreisler. Why, yes, of
1: course. I'm so sorry. I knew we'd met before somewhere. Oh,
4: that's quite all right. I was just trying to place you. Uh, Paris.
1: Uh, Théâtre Marignon. You presented yeah. Hamlet in modern dress. <coughs> ah, Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, Steve, I'm sorry. This is Mr. Dreisler, my wife. I'm very pleased to meet you, you Mrs. Temple. Mr. Dreisler's an impresario. Oh,
2: really?
1: A very famous one. He's presented a great many plays on the continent. Including Hamlet in modern dress. Yes. <laughs> Are you uh, on
4: holiday, Mrs. Temple?
2: Yes, we've been staying in Salzburg for ten days. Hmm. We're on our way home now.
4: I see. Well, and what have you been doing, Mr. Temple, since I saw you last? Have you written any plays lately? No, I finished a book about a month ago. Ah, and what is it called? The Tyler Mystery. Hmm. Since then, I've just I been taking it easy. Hmm. Well, I trust you enjoyed your stay in Salzburg.
2: Oh yes, we did. It's a lovely city.
4: Hmm. It's my um, uh, what do you say in English? Hometown. Yes. <laughs> yes you're quite right mrs temple salzburg is a lovely city Uh, it's a pity i don't spend more time there where do you live in vienna i have an office in vienna and one in paris and new york but uh, unfortunately i seem to live in trains and aeroplanes most of the time where are you off to now i'm going to london for two or three days to see my daughter Uh, then i'm flying to new york does your daughter live in london yes she's training to be an actress She's at the uh, British School of Dramatic Art.
2: Oh, they're doing a play on Saturday. I've just been reading about it in the times. Yes, that's
4: right. Uh, Mary, uh, my daughter, is playing an important part, so naturally the father has got to be there. Naturally, <laughs> What play are they doing? Hamlet in modern dress. <laughs>
1: an hour and we'll be home
2: yes and i'm looking forward to it yes
1: oh my, it'll be nice to be home again any letters charlie yeah dozens of them All bills <laughs> i am surprised <laughs> did you see that plaque Steve?
2: no it's
1: the third one i've seen it just had the name spencer on it and a large question mark spencer hmm.
2: i wonder what it means Oh,
1: well, it's something to do with that murder case young girl that
5: was found in sloan street what young girl oh some actress rather Dreisler, I think her name was. Mary Dreisler.
3: Yes, I agree with what you say, Vosper. On the other hand, we must remember that when the body was found... Yes, what is it, Sergeant?
6: Mr. Temple is arrived, sir.
3: Oh, ask him in, will you?
6: Very good, sir did you send for temple sir graham no he
3: phoned through this morning and made an appointment well, what is it he wants to see you about sir the drysler case i don't know what he wants to see me about what on earth makes you think he's interested in the drysler affair he saw drysler last night temple did yes where
6: at the ritz hotel
3: oh is he a friend of drysler i don't know
6: all i know is temple went to the ritz and had a conversation with drysler which lasted about an hour mm-hmm. that was the second time he'd seen him in 24 hours what do you mean? The Temples have been abroad. They only got back on Wednesday.
3: Yes, I know that. Drysler was on the same train.
6: I understand they had dinner together. Oh. Mr. Templer, sir.
3: Ah, come in. Come in, Temple. Hello, Sir
1: Graham. Afternoon, Inspector.
3: Good afternoon, Temple. My word, you look fit. I needn't ask whether you've had a good holiday. Yes,
1: we've had a wonderful time.
3: How's Steve? Oh, she's fine. Thank oh, you. Oh, good. Well, uh, sit down, Temple. Sit down. Thank you.
1: Hmm. Vosper tells me you're a friend of Rupert Dreisler's. Oh, hardly a friend. I met him first in Paris several years ago, and then he was on the train last Tuesday, and Steve and I sat at the same table. I see. (laughs) Look, Sir Graham, it's no good beating about the bush. I'm interested in this Dreisler case. That's why I'm here. Yes. You saw Dreisler last night, Temple at the Ritz. (laughs) You seem to be very well-informed, Inspector. What is it you want, Temple? Well, so far I know very little about the case, Sir Graham. I want to know exactly what happened... Let me have the facts uh, assume i know nothing whatever about the murder go on whisper well
6: mary dreisler was a student at the bsda otherwise the british school of dramatic art mm-hmm. she was good-looking talented well, i suppose no more sophisticated than the average girl these days although she hadn't a large circle of friends she appears to have been reasonably popular as far as we can gather she had no enemies She lived in a flat at the top of a house in old Brompton Yard. Brompton Yard's a small mews just off Sloane Street.
1: Mm, I see.
6: The house belongs to a widow, a Mrs. Thornton. Well, on the night of the murder, Mrs. Thornton went out to a bridge party and bumped into Mary just as she was leaving the house. According to Mrs. Thornton, Mary seemed in quite good spirits and said she had a theatre date with a man called Peter Wallace. Peter Wallace? Well, to cut a long story short, Mary didn't keep that date. Wallace waited for her until about a quarter to eight go on mrs thornton returned from her bridge party just after 11. she heard no noise from the flat and she assumed that mary was still out with her boyfriend but the next morning when mary didn't put in an appearance she went upstairs oh have you got the photograph sir graham oh yes yes possibly here it is here are. now when mrs thornton opened the bedroom door temple this is what she saw
1: hmm.
6: the girl was on the floor near the bed you can see from the condition of the room that there must have been quite a quite a struggle before she was
3: strangled yes yes who identified the body this chap peter wallace who's practically engaged to her mrs thornton and another friend of hers called judy milton Hmm.
1: what about the time factor
3: oh the usual story the medical people won't commit themselves it might have happened almost any time between seven when mrs thornton saw her and midnight motive that's just the point there doesn't appear to be a motive.
6: Was anything missing? Oh, you can rule out robbery, Temple. There was quite a bit of jewellery about the place and almost 30 pounds in our handbag. Oh, I see. Well, go on, Inspector. I'm afraid that's all we can tell you.
3: There's the gramophone record, Vosper. What no, gramophone record?
6: record? The, the morning Mrs. Thornton discovered the body, one or two letters arrived for Mary, and also a parcel which contained a gramophone record and a note from someone who called himself Spencer. Spencer. There was no address on the notepaper, and the note simply said adored every
1: minute of it, Love Spencer. Well, it sounds as if she'd lent this person Spencer the record and he was returning it. Yes, but the point is we can't find Spencer.
3: We've checked at the BSDA and questioned most of Mary's friends and no one's even heard of it.
1: Hmm. What about Mrs. Thornton? No, she's never heard of him either. What was the record? What do you mean? Oh, what, what was it? A classical record or a dance tune? No, oh, it was a number called My Heart and Harry. I'd never heard of it have you heard of it temple yes i have but you can't buy the record over here the show's still running on broadway and the tune hasn't been released yet then how did mary dreisler get a hold of a copy Uh, probably through her father
3: oh yes yes of course what
1: happened last night temple when you saw dreisler well dreisler phoned and asked me to go round to the hotel and the first thing he did when i arrived was to hand me this note there it is oh thanks read it out boswell
6: dear mr dreisler if you'd like to know why your daughter was murdered and who murdered her i suggest you make the acquaintance of adrian frost ask him why he gave her the diamond brooch is that all yes
1: isn't there a signature no there's no signature and no address apparently the note was at the hotel when Drysdale arrived he asked me to find out who adrian frost was and he also asked me to investigate the case i said that i would go on Demple. i stayed talking to Drysdale about an hour and then returned to the flat as soon as I opened the front door, Steve greeted me with the news that a young man called Peter Wallace wanted to see me.
2: Oh. So Mr. Wallace wants to see you. He's in the drawing room. Oh. But he's been here over an hour, insistent on waiting. Well,
1: who is he, Steve, do you know?
2: He says he's a friend, or was a friend, of Mary Dreisler's. Oh. I haven't had much to say to him. I've been unpacking most of the yes. time. Yes,
1: all right, Steve. Oh, Mr. Wallace. Uh, <coughs> good evening, sir. Good evening, I understand you want to see me.
0: Uh, yes, I... Uh, uh, Mr. Temple, I I hope you don't think it's an impertinence my calling like this, but... Well... What is it you want to see me about? Are you investigating the Dreisler murder? I'm not investigating anything at the moment. As a matter of fact, I've been abroad. I only got back this morning. Oh, yes, I know, but there's a report in the evening paper that you're a friend of Mr. Dreisler's, and I thought perhaps... You thought what, Mr. Wallace? I thought that... If you're investigating the case, I might be able to help you.
1: Well, let's assume for the moment that I am investigating it. How can
0: you help me? I was very friendly with Mary Dreisler. Oh. In fact, we were unofficially engaged. I see. Well, go on. For about a year, we were very happy together. We used to go to dances and theaters and parties and things. And then suddenly, quite suddenly, Mary's attitude changed towards me. How do you mean, changed? Well... She became rather cynical and bitter. She started criticizing me. The way I talked, the way I dressed, the way I walked into a restaurant. It seemed to me she was always comparing me with someone. Well, who was she comparing you with, have you any idea? Yes. A man called Adrian Frost. Uh, who's
1: Adrian Frost?
0: Uh, he was a friend of Mary's, a playwright. At least he calls himself a playwright. He's friendly with quite a lot of the BSDA students. Are you at the B.S.D.A., Mr. Wallace? Good Lord, no. Do I look like an actor? <laughs> I work for a firm of estate agents, directly from Warner, Pelham Crescent. Mm. Tell me, how did you meet Miss Streiser in the first place? Well, an actress friend of mine called Judy Milton took me to a charity matinee. Mary was playing one of the small parts, and I... Well, I, uh... I got Judy to introduce us. I see.
1: Wallace, you said just now that if I were investigating
0: this case, you might be able to help me. Yes. Well? Mr. Temple, I know what I'm going to say may sound crazy, but I swear to you I'm not just saying it because I'm angry or embittered or anything like that. Well? I think Adrian Frost had some kind of an influence, an evil influence over Mary. I've no proof, no real proof of what I'm saying, but I think directly or indirectly he was responsible for her murder.
1: Is that why you sent the note to Mr. Dreisler? What note? Well, someone sent Rupert Dreiser a note advising him to make the acquaintance of Adrian Frost. The note intimated that Frost was responsible for his daughter's death.
0: I didn't send that note. Then who did? Well, I don't know.
1: Let's see. Have you told the police about your suspicions uh, about Adrian Frost?
0: Oh, yes, but it's no earthly use talking to the police. I saw Inspector Vosper last night, and all he did was ask me a lot of silly questions about a person I'd never heard of. Someone called Spencer. Spencer? Yes, apparently someone called Spencer sent Mary a gramophone record, and... The police can't account for it. Hmm. Wallace, tell me, what
1: sort of a person is this Adrian Frost?
0: Oh, he's good-looking, well-educated, perfect manners. When did you first meet him? About six months ago. Judy Milton gave a cocktail party, and Frost was one of the guests. I introduced him to Mary. I see. You said just now that he was a playwright, yet uh, I've never heard of him. He calls himself a playwright, but I don't think he's ever really written anything. Is he well off? Yes, he appears to be. He's got a very nice flat in Regent's Park. Tell me,
1: did Adrian Frost ever give Mary anything?
0: Give her anything? Hmm, a ring, a pair of earrings, a brooch perhaps? Not that I know of. Wait a minute. About a month ago, Mary suddenly acquired a diamond brooch. When I asked her where she got it from, she said her father had given it to her, but I always had my doubts why do you ask oh, i wonder that's all
1: well now if you'll excuse me as i've just come back i'm rather busy
0: oh, yes of course i'm sorry to have taken up so much of your time oh well, that's what happened last night sir
1: graham whether wallace was telling the truth or not i don't know what do you think Vosper? in my opinion he wasn't you think he did send rise that note
6: yes i do why it's perfectly obvious that wallace suspects frost and he's determined to make us suspect him as well that's why he sent the note to drysler he knew that sooner or later we'd hear about it. Mm, I'm not so sure about that. Have you met Frost? Yes, of course.
1: What's your opinion of him?
6: I rather like him. He's a pleasant sort of chap. Well, not exactly one of the world's workers, but at
3: least he's not a crashing ball like Peter Wallace. No, I wouldn't have called Wallace a bore, Inspector. Uh, you wait. <laughs> <laughs> he rings Vosper twice a day to see if we're making any progress. <laughs> uh what about this girl, Judy Milton? Well, she's quite different from Adrian Frost, and Peter Wallace, too, for that matter. You never dreamed she was an actress why do you say that well although she's a student at the bsda she's a very untheatrical type of girl she doesn't even live in town motors up every day from a cottage near Beaconsfield. how old is she about 23
1: or four was she very friendly with mary dreisler yes i think so she seemed very
6: upset when we told her about the murder what about peter wallace how did he take it well he was very upset of course especially when we asked him to identify the body but i don't know what do you mean well, there's something rather odd about Peter Wallace. Looks, looks a perfectly straightforward young man. The sort of chap would be quite happy in stockbroking or in estate estate agent's office, but...
1: Uh, You're not happy about him?
6: No, I'm not. Why? Young men like that don't usually mix with girls like Mary Dreisler. They usually make friends with quite a
1: different set of people. More the, you... Uh, well, uh... Conventional type? Exactly. Hmm tell me did you talk to judy milton about the gramophone record and the note from the person called spencer yes i told you we've questioned several people about it what did judy milton say
6: she said she didn't know anything about the gramophone record and she'd never heard of anyone called spencer and adrian
3: frost he said exactly the same what sort of a person is this mrs thornton mary Dreiser's landlady yes oh she's a very nice woman completely trustworthy i should
6: say how
1: long had mary been staying with her
3: about nine or ten months it's not quite accurate to say that mary dreisler was staying with her the girl occupied the top part of the house yes it's it's, it's more or less a self-contained flat you know the sort of thing temple oh yes she she had plenty of money according to all accounts her father made her a very substantial alliance he must have done she dressed well and she was thinking of buying a car
6: yes who
1: told you about the car
3: we found a letter from a man
6: called brompton the motor car salesman they'd obviously been corresponding brompton c.s brompton yes
1: that's right do you know him? Yes, if it's the same man, he used to run a junkyard just outside Windsor. He was always mad on cars. Brompton. It isn't Clutch Brompton. Yes, that's right. I
3: remember Clutch Brompton. He very nearly got sent down four years ago for dangerous driving. Yes. Yes, he'd be. he'd have done a very nice stretch if, if it hadn't been for
1: Temple. Clutch was innocent, although he had a police record. I saw the whole thing. But anyhow, you say he's been corresponding with Mary Dreisler. Yes. Apparently, he was trying to sell her a car. Have you talked to him? No, we didn't think
6: it
3: was important. Do you think it's important, Temple?
1: No. No, I shouldn't think so. Anyway, leave it with me. I'll probably have a word with him. Well, thank you, Sir Graham, for all the details.
3: <laughs> it's all right, Temple.
1: Goodbye, Inspector. If anything else develops, I'll let you know. Thank you, Inspector. I'll do the same for you. Oh, dear, engaged.
2: Paul, what on earth's going on? must have made about 15 phone calls in the last half hour. Eight,
1: to be precise, darling. What I'm
2: you trying doing? to
1: get hold of a chap called Clutch Brompton. Do you remember him?
2: Yes, I do. Tough that's little good. man. He was had up for dangerous driving, and you gave evidence. Mm-hmm,
1: that's right. Well, apparently he's in the motor car business now, and he tried to sell Mary Dreisler a car. Well? well? I'd like to have a talk with him. I want to know what made him get in touch with Miss Dreisler in the first place. Well,
2: she probably answered an advertisement.
1: Mm, well, we'll see. Look, you talk first, Steve. I know, Clutch. She's more likely to be chatty if it's a woman speaking.
2: All right, darling. What's the number?
1: Putney 9301. All right. It's a public house on the Upper Richmond Road. Whether you'll be there or not, I don't know. used to go there a lot in the old days. Anyway, it's my last chance. Hello?
5: Putney
2: 9301. That's right. I want to speak to Mr. Brompton, please.
5: Mr. Brompton, you've got the wrong number, lady.
2: Mr. Clutch Brompton. Oh,
5: Clutch. Who's he calling?
2: His sister.
5: Oh, are you marrying? Cute little number he's always talking about. What do
2: you mean, cute little number?
5: (laughs) Okay, I'll get him. Hold on. What's happening? He's coming.
1: All right, Steve, I'll take
5: it. Is that you, Marilyn? Listen, I told you not to ring me, didn't I? Hello,
1: Clutch. How are you? Who's that? Who's speaking? Paul Temple remember me, Clutch? We met a long time ago.
5: Fred said it was Marilyn. You said it was Marilyn oh, on the right, phone. Clutch,
1: there's nothing to worry about. It was my wife.
5: Oh. Well, what is it? What do you want?
1: I wanted a chat, Clutch. Just a friendly chat. Listen,
5: I'm going straight now, Mr. Temple. I'm in the motor car racket uh, business. Second-hand cars. Straight as a dime, Mr.
1: Temple. Yes, I know. You tried to sell a car to a girl called Mary Dreisler. Well? How did you get in touch with her in the first place?
5: That's my business.
1: It's my business as well. Miss Drisler was murdered. I'm investigating the murder.
5: Look, Temple, you did me a favour once, now I'm doing you one. Keep out of this Dreisler business. Don't be a fool. Keep out of it.
1: Clutch, Clutch, listen. Hello? What's happened? Uh- he rang off.
2: And what did he say? Paul? What did he say?
1: Steve, what time is it?
2: Just gone seven. Hmm.
1: Tell Charlie to get the car. I'm going to see Brompton. I'll be back later, darling.
2: I can't wait. No, you. No, no, no. You,
1: you stay here. Don't worry. I shan't be long, Steve.
4: <laughs> you're
5: rattled, Clutch. What's the matter with you tonight? You couldn't hit the side of an house. Oh, no, you're lucky, friend. Dead lucky. <laughs> You've always been lucky at snooker. That's a five, you owe me. <sighs> now pick that cue up, and I'll tell you what I'll do i'll play a hundred at billiards give you a 30 star and the winner oh you looking for someone mate yes i'm looking for mr brompton oh well you haven't to look yours, clutch
1: no i'm brompton who are you i understand you've got a car for sale a 2.4 decal that's right uh, is that the car outside with the trade place yeah uh, how many miles is it done two thousand genuine hmm.
5: do you mind if i take a look at it no it's a pleasure See you later, Fred. Okay. Now what's the idea, Temple? I told you over the phone. Get in the car.
1: What? Get in the car. We can't talk out here. We've
5: nothing to talk about. I told you over the
1: phone. Get in the car, Clutch. Okay. Now, what is it? What's on your mind? Four years ago I did you a favor, Clutch. A pretty big favor. I know, I know. Do you remember what you said? You said, any time you want anything, Mr. Temple, anything, just ask Clutch Brompton. Yeah, and I meant it. Honest I did, Mr. Temple. Then tell me, what made you get in touch with Mary Dreisler? She answered an advertisement
5: of mine since you was interested in a car I mm-hmm. had. As a matter of fact, it was this very car. What happened? I wrote to her, gave her details, but didn't even get a reply. Did you meet her? No, I told you, I wrote to her. Didn't even talk to her on the phone.
1: Clutch, what did you mean when you said, keep out of this Dreisler business? if you'd never met mary dreisler
5: temple listen i meet a lot of people in this racket all sorts of people some of them can't keep their mouths shut Uh according to what i've heard mary dreisler was mixed up with a pretty
1: tough bunch i wouldn't get too involved if i were you what do you mean a pretty tough bunch hmm well she's training to be an actress she's a student at the bsda okay okay look clutch you know something about this dreisler affair what is it
5: if i tell you what i know does that make us all square what do you mean i don't owe you a favor and you don't owe me one all right clutch it makes us all square okay all i've got to say to you is play the record hmm? what record my heart and harry
1: hi clutch just a minute
5: no more questions i am going back to
1: the pub. <laughs> yeah clutch wait a second
5: came round the corner like a flipping rocket. Never even put his blinking brakes on. I've got his number. I've got his number, all right? D.L.P. D.L.P. One. Three. Dear, now, what
1: was... You over there. Get your phone box. Ring up an ambulance. Okay, mate. Tell them it's very urgent. Okay. Now, here we are, Clutch. Put your head on this coat. Mr. Temple. Mr. Temple, I want to... It's all right, Clutch. Now, don't worry. We'll, we'll soon have a doctor here. Listen. Don't forget what I told you.
5: Play the record.
0: yard.
1: This is Paul Temple. Put me through to Inspector Vosper, please. Extension 1500.
6: One moment, sir. Inspector Vosper speaking.
1: This is Temple Vosper. Oh, hello, Temple. Listen, you remember that gramophone record you mentioned, the one that Mary Dreisler received? Yes. Have you got it?
6: What, the record? Yes. No, I've got the note from Spencer, but the record's still at the flat.
1: Did you play the record?
6: No, of course not.
1: Well... Pick it up and meet me at my place in half an hour.
6: What on earth do you want the
1: record Meet me at my flat in half an hour.
6: Oh, very well. You really think it's necessary?
1: (coughs) Oh, hello, Steve. Where's Charlie?
2: I let him go out for the evening. He's been working awfully hard since we got back. Is Vosper here? Yes, he's in the study. And Paul... There have been three calls for you in the past hour, all from the same person.
1: Oh, who's that?
2: A girl called Judy Milton. Judy Milton? Yes.
1: What did she want, did she say?
2: No, she absolutely insists on talking to you. I asked her each time if there were any messages. She just said she'd ring back.
1: All right, right, Steve.
2: Paul, what's Vosper doing here? Did you send for him? Yes,
1: I did. Steve, I want you to do something for me. Go into the drawing room and switch on the radiogram. We'll join you in a few minutes. The
2: radiogram? We'll
1: join you later, darling. Uh, sorry to kept you waiting, Inspector. That's all right. Well, did you get the record? No, I'm afraid I didn't. Why not?
6: Because apparently someone beat me to it. What do you mean? According to Mrs. Thornton, someone called round last night and took the record away with him. Last night? Yes. Well, who was it, you know? It was Mr. Dreisler. Mr. Rupert Dreisler.
1: That was the first episode of the Francis Durbridge serial Paul Temple and the Spencer Affair with Peter Cook as Paul Temple and Marjorie Westbury as Steve. The part of Sir Graham Forbes was played by Lester Muddit, Detective Inspector Vosper by Hugh Manning and Rupert Dreisler by Brewster Mason. Production for the BBC was by Martin C. Webster.